a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The Federal Reserve has announced a shift in its policy response towards rising inflation. Starting in January, the Fed will begin tapering. We'll talk about what that is in a second. And rising uh, interest rates. Uh, What does it all mean? Not just big, broad things, but what does it actually mean for you? How important is this? How will it impact you? Uh, And as always, we go to the ultimate inside source on these issues, Representative Robert Spenlove. He's also Senior Vice President at Zions Bank, and he joins us now to help us make sense of all of this. Robert, thanks for joining us. It's great to talk to you, Boyd. All right, so uh, the Federal Reserve made some of these indications. I want to break these down for our listeners in terms of what they are first and then what they will mean, the impact they'll have. And so what is this thing called tapering? Most people hear that and think uh, that's something they've got to do as they wrap their Christmas gifts. Uh, But what is tapering when it comes uh, to the Fed? Yeah, so the Fed has two main ways that they influence the, uh, the economy. And one of them is through interest rates. And we, you know, we, we usually kind of focus on the interest rate uh, part of the equation. But the other thing they do is they actually go out on the, the, the market and buy bonds. And so they, they, they buy these different assets and that one, well, then they can also sell them. But, that, but what they've been doing over the last uh, year and a half is they've been buying billions and billions, actually trillions of dollars in bonds. And the effect of that is growing the money supply. Essentially what it means is this is the way that the Fed prints money. And so over the last year, the Fed has been uh, buying $120 billion of bonds per month, uh, mostly in treasury securities and in mortgage-backed securities. And the the effect of that was to just pump all this money into the market. Uh, But, you know, when we've got an overheating market, when we've got inflation so high, uh, the they they need to start pulling back on those. They were going to taper, kind of slow those purchases over a six-month period. So they still would have been doing this until June of next year. What they announced yesterday is they're speeding up that taper. So they're going to slow down uh, their their uh, bond buying over the next uh, three months. Okay. So, so as you said, they're, uh, they've been spending about $120 billion a month uh, buying those, again, pumping that money into the market. That's an interesting way. I hadn't really thought of that as that is actually how they print money uh, is by by moving that through. So they're going to slow that down uh, right away. Uh, do we know how significantly they're going to taper that off? Yeah, so they're going to slow by, uh, they were they announced uh, before they were going to slow by $15 billion a month. Now they're going to slow by $30 billion a month. So if you kind of think about it like a car, the the bond buying is the, the, the gas pedal and the interest rates are the brakes. So what they're saying is they're they're taking their foot off the gas pedal faster than they were before. 
Oh, that's great. And uh, so then let's look at the breaks for a second, and then we'll talk about how this impacts all of us day to day. So if the again, if these buying of bonds, uh, if that is is the gas pedal, they're just taking their foot off the gas a little bit there. Uh, they've also indicated that uh, they are going to pump the brakes a little bit. Yep. So and, and they've said they will not start increasing interest rates until they've fully tapered their bond purchases. So this won't happen at the earliest until maybe March of next year. But then, you know, that other tool is uh, the the Fed has uh, essentially paved the way for them to increase interest rates three times next year. Uh, before yesterday, they said they were they might do it one time, and but you know again they see this these signs of overheating, and they said we need to get very serious about inflation. So now they're going to uh, increase those rates, uh, and you know that, that's what they're expecting is three times, but it could even be faster if we continue to see these signs of runaway inflation. Mm. Well, the the committee sharply ratcheted up the uh, inflation outlook for. Uh, 2021, obviously pushing that up to 5.3 from 4.2. Uh, so as as we look at these mechanisms and these things they can do to, again, foot off the gas and tap on the brake, um, first, how are the markets responding uh, to this? And then we'll break down what it means for us. Yeah, what was really interesting is yesterday, uh, the markets actually responded really well. And I think part of that is the markets want certainty. They want to at least know what's going on. And there, there's been, and Boyd, we've talked about this, uh, there's been concern that the Fed is behind the curve, that they that they weren't acknowledging what was happening in the economy. They kept calling this, uh, this inflation transitory or temporary. And finally, yesterday, they acknowledged, you know, what's happening. And they said, and we're going to take steps to address it. So we saw, uh, you know, markets actually respond really well yesterday. Uh, today, the Dow was up again. The NASDAQ is dropping, and part of that is as those interest rates start to go up, it's going to have an impact on those, uh, especially on the tech sector, uh, because it will make it more expensive for those startups to expand. Mm. And so let's start diving into that in terms of kind of the practical tacticals. Uh, What does it mean for entrepreneurs, small business owners? What does it mean for us sitting around the kitchen table trying to figure out where things go uh, rolling into 2022? What are some of the, the practical impacts of whether it's the, the tapering uh, foot off the gas or whether it's the interest rate going up uh, with the tap on the brake? Yeah, so with, with, the, um, uh, with, with the tapering with their bond buying, there's two main ways that they do this. They buy treasury securities and mortgage-backed securities. Uh, and Treasury securities, essentially what happens was when the, when the Fed goes in and buys bonds, there's fewer bonds on the market. And so that makes the prices of those bonds go up and the yields or the interest, rate, interest rates on those bonds go down. And Treasury securities are, are essentially what goes into business buying. Uh, and then, of course, mortgage-backed securities is what goes into uh, home mortgages. So the Fed is what has essentially been, uh, you know, a, forcing uh, or supporting those markets by them pulling back uh, and then by increasing interest rates, we're going to see uh, it more, uh, it'd be more expensive to finance, uh, you know, things that we, uh, that we want to buy. It's going to make uh, financing a home more expensive, financing a car more expensive, or uh, on the business side, those business loans that they use to, uh, to expand their operations. All those are going to be more expensive, which then the, the the goal is, you know, all else equal, it should force those prices 
to drop because the cost of financing is higher. Mm. And so what would this mean for uh, for the average person in terms of savings uh, and then uh, even even into employment? What are the impacts there? Yeah, so what, one of the – if you kind of think about uh, – th- there's a famous uh, saying that you know, don't fight the Fed. And so the Fed kind of sends these messages. Uh, and the message of low interest rates uh, to, to you and me and to the public is you should not save money. You should spend money. And so because you, you get a, a, you don't get a good return if you're saving your money in a bank account or in a, 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 an interest-bearing account. But when they start raising interest rates, they're shifting that message and they're saying, okay, rather than spending money, you should save more money. You'll earn uh, a better return by saving money. And so they're encouraging uh, less spending in the economy. Now, that you know, one of the struggles and the reason why the Fed has been uh, so reluctant to do what they did yesterday is it will slow the economy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the effect of raising interest rates and the effect of pulling back on this bond buying is it will slow the economy. The Fed is trying to orchestrate a soft landing. They're trying to say, okay, we, we've got to stop this inflation. We've got to slow down, down this inflation, but hopefully we can do it in a way that doesn't result in a downturn, that we can just have slower growth but not a recession. Yeah, and, and clearly Jerome Powell is is worried about the inflation thing. Uh, I know they dismissed it early in the year, and then, as you said, Robert, they said it's just transitory, and, and now it just is. Uh, and uh, I think they're worried about it becoming entrenched. Um, as you look at these moves by the Fed, uh, has, is it the right move? Is this the right direction to go? Will the mar- would the markets self-correct on their own? Uh, what is the right strategy in relationship to this? Yeah, this, this was absolutely the right thing to do. My only wish is that they would have done it six months ago. Mm. Uh, and, you know, so now the Fed is behind the curve, and now they're having to play catch-up. And those inflation uh, pressures that we're seeing are mounting. So, you know, uh, the, the top-line inflation was 6.8%. Uh, that's the consumer price index. If you look at the producer side, uh, producer price index is 9.6%. So we're seeing even higher inflationary pressure. Those producers can't just absorb those costs. They have to pass it along. And so we're seeing that mounting inflation. So I think it was very good for the Fed to, to be aggressive in how they're responding to this. The pivot was absolutely necessary. Uh, and they may, you know, they may continue to have to do more. If we see this inflation, you know, jump up to double digits or, uh, you know, or continue to accelerate, the Fed may have to be even more aggressive. And so I, I'm glad that they finally kind of recognized what was happening and have adjusted to, to address it. Yeah. Any, any other things we should be watching for uh, quickly as we uh, roll into the new year? Well, you know, one of the, one of the big things, the, the big unknown continues to be the the impact of COVID, COVID on all this. You know, we've got these variants that are coming out. Uh, we're seeing big increases in cases uh, overseas. And that does potentially uh, pr- provide a, a downside risk uh, to the Fed and to the economy. It's something that the, the Fed mentioned, um, but, you know, it, it's kind of an unknown. Mm. Um, and then, you know, and that's creating problems in, in the supply chain and uh, I'll give you one interesting statistic. The supply chain problem still exists. Yeah. Uh, so right now there's 80 uh, uh, container ships off the coast of uh, L.A. There's about 1.6 million containers sitting off the coast of L.A. waiting to be unloaded. Wow. 
Wow. Fascinating stuff. Great breakdown as always. Robert Spinlove, thanks for helping us make the news make sense today. We're going to step aside for top of the hour news. Hour number two of the show coming up right here on KSL News Radio. Don't go anywhere. Live breaking news. Now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.